Welcome back into the dojo. This is going to be the last episode where we are going to be remote. We're going to be back in studio next episode. But uh, how are we doing, buddy? I'm great. I'm great. Miss you over here. How's Utah treating you? It's good. There's a lot of snow. I thought I was going to get snowed in. We were, it was looking like I wasn't even going to be able to make my flight because where we are, there's like it looks like they're going to get 40 inches of snow. I'm not even kidding. Like 40 oh, inches of um, snow. Yeah, dude, it's crazy out here. It was literally snowing for two days straight. Um, but we're, we got a plow to get the driveway out near the city where like the airport is. The snow's not as bad. Uh, so it looks like I'll be able to get out of here. But definitely there's going to be some delays, I'm sure. That's huge. That's, I don't even think I've ever seen 40 inches of snow in my life. No, it's huge. Absolutely huge. Um, but yeah, NBA <laughs> starting back up, bricked up about it. Um, last couple of days have been pretty brutal with just hockey. Hockey's just been a cake fest lately, especially the SOGs, which I know you have uh, gotten over so quickly. But college V-ball has been fun. I've got no love for them. I feel it, bro. I got stained last night because of SOGs. Yeah, I mean, I just – it's not – I get why everyone likes betting on them, but it's just not something that I enjoy betting on, and I feel like – if I don't enjoy betting on it, I'm not going to bet on it. Even though I love betting on like everything and anything, if I don't enjoy betting on it, I'm not going to bet on it. You know, it's, an SOG is just like it's a more improbable thing to happen. Like they're so it's not like they're super rare, but like whereas you're sweating out over twenty and a half points, you know, like it happens more often than like ripping the puck three times in uh, how many minutes are in a Chell game? Sixty a sixty minute span ripping know. puck three times. <laughs> It's like, it's like, it's a lot to ask for, dude. It is. No, I didn't ask for it. And, and once we went to like a couple of games, it's going to sound so dumb. I don't watch hockey a lot. I watch a lot of playoff hockey, but I've never bet on like props in hockey other than goals. But going to a live hockey game and rooting for an SOG might be the worst experience I think you can get <laughs> in sports. I think I've said this on the pod before, but like there is nothing worse than sitting like live and realizing that there's going to be like eight shots on goal this period. Yeah. Like that's no, it. it's brutal. It's brutal. And it's like, it's 15 minutes. There's going to be eight shots that actually hit the goal. So like, that was just, that was the, that was the eye opening moment where I was like, yeah, no, I'm never doing this again. Like I'll never take an SOG prop again. Dude, I'm starting to realize something pretty weird, but we were talking about superstitions uh, on the other, <laughs> on the previous Uh-oh. podcast. Dude, this past the last like two weeks, for some reason, I only hit bets when I place them in the jacuzzi. I know you were telling me that last episode. So how are we feeling about it? Yes, last night, bro. I had I I had the surgical stream. We had a parlay, didn't hit, but I get in the jacuzzi after the stream, cook up two other parlays. Both of them hit, dude. One was a five legger, two hundred to win twenty five hundred, and the other one was a <laughs> four legger. It was. No, this is an actual parlay on the book. Oh, um, shit. Old Dominion plus 110 from Lauren. Uh, Georgia Southern first half money line from my dog, B-Camp. Alaba- Southern Alabama. <laughs> Southern Alabama money line minus 130. Uh, Flames over and... Um, oh, my God. Flames over and yeah. Jets plus one and a half. Lost by one. I was so bricked up. So you, so you're. I feel like you're kind of big into betting on hockey. Like when there's when there's a lull right now where it's college basketball and hockey. I feel like you're leaning more towards betting on hockey than you are betting on college kids. 
Um, I mean, yesterday was an exception just because there's only three Chell games. I mean, I like hockey more than I do college basketball. But if there's somebody I can trust who's hot, has a good sell job on a play, like I'm going to nuke it. Like Lauren came on, put her meat on the table for uh, Old Dominion. I was like, all right, I'm going to test it out, see how it goes. Threw it in a little mm-hmm. lay that I thought I had no no hope at all. Somehow I woke up to fucking fat coins last night. Did that lay hit with the Old Dominion? Yeah. Do you think so? This is so. This is my only. I'll tell everyone my superstitions. I don't think I've ever told anyone. And then I also took I UNC. Think. I know you were you were thinking about taking UNC minus six. Uh, they didn't cover, but they legacy come back to win the game. Dude, I knew they weren't going to cover. That team is so bad. So bad. So bad, but- dude. But I looked at that minus six and a half, and I was like. I know. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I literally can't do it. That's why I use that photo because it felt so real. That's what my relationship is with betting on UNC. It feels like like a drug, dude, where I'm just like, I can't stop it, but I don't want it. But yeah. I've officially stopped. I officially stopped. It's been like three or two weeks since I've bet on UNC. I feel like that's pretty good for me. That um, is good. They lost they won by four. I, I, I feel like I've never um I've never told the people my superstitions. I don't have any super for when I place the bets. When I play bets, I don't look at what anyone else has taken. Normally, I t- I do all my shit. Once I post the platter, then I look at what everyone else has taken just to see what everyone's on. Uh, but I never look at, like, I never look at anyone in the community who they're taking. doesn't matter who you are. Um, I never look at what anyone's taken before I place my bets and make the platter, uh, my college basketball platter. <clears throat> but I have superstitions while I watch the game. So, one – I will only use ESPN to check the scores because since I've gotten hot in college basketball, I won't use the score app because I feel like it's good luck. Good luck to use ESPN to check the score. I actually, I um, was chirping you at first, but uh, for college ba- basketball purposes, I can support that because the score app is poverty for college b-ball. No, the score is so fucking botted with for with dude. The score app in college basketball might be the worst of all time. Yeah, I mean, even like the low mid-major Johnsons, they they don't even have the. Stats up. They just have the score. No, dude. There's no stats. Yeah, there's not nothing there if you're taking props and shit. Um, but <clears throat> I also will – if I'm watching the game and it, for five seconds, if it starts going awry, I turn the game off. I, don't, I won't watch the game. I'll only check the score. Um, and then the third one is <clears throat> I refuse, refuse – if it's like my biggest game of the day and it's not Providence College, I won't watch the game. There is like I will rarely watch any college basketball after I bet it. If it's not if it's my big games that I bet on, I won't watch it. No, I don't. What I will actually. do just to get a feel for like the players and like how they're playing and the coaching style is I rewatch the game after it's over, even if I won or lost at night. So I'll like go on my laptop and watch the game, but I can't watch it live. I was with you there for a bit, and then that's just bizarre. I mean, I feel like at that point, just move on. Well, no, I have to know how they play, though. Just move on. I can't on. just look at the score. I can't just look at the score and be like, "Oh, that was a tough loss." Like they might have lost the game themselves on on turnovers. So I gotta watch. I gotta watch and see how they lost. No, but if no. I we're, will rarely watch it live. Rarely. You gotta move on. You gotta grow up and move rarely. on. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> No, my my rule of thumb is if they're down 10 at any point, just grow up and move on. I feel like you just grow up and move on regardless. (laughs) 
<laughs> like Old Dominion was down five with four minutes to go, and I'm like, move on. Just I, I unfavorited it from the score app. I was done checking it, and then I get a text from Lauren. I was like, no way they clutched up. It's just no, a great feeling. No way they clutched up. Um, I, but I feel like we've talked about this before. You move on so quick, dude. You place the bet and then you move on. <laughs> so yeah, when you say grow up and move on, you literally just talked about in the first 10 minutes of this pod about how Lauren fed you a play, you put in a parlay that you knew wasn't going to hit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, what, I dude? do disagree. Like you're different because you actually like cap games. And like I don't, I'm not a capper. No, no, no. But you actually like have your own general opinion about a side, and you'll go to the grave with that side, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. See, I'm I'm like that in situations. I'm not. I don't wake up and be like, okay, what are my four games that I'm gonna fucking nuke, regardless of what anyone says. Like I always like to judge uh, how I bet based on what other people do, which is like not always the best thing. But I like riding with other people. I like trusting other people. I like taking a sell job, buying into it, and sweating that out with that person or bitching them out when it fucking sells, you know? Yeah, you love you love a sell job. I do. I do. Just because, like, I mean... <laughs> you love a sell job. I, like, that's how this all started because I'm the fucking fade god and I can't hit a bet on my, on my own. So I kind of just got so used to just hearing other people's plays and, like getting surgical, constructing a lay. Yeah, no, I feel that. Um, I was just looking at my phone for the past like 10 minutes because I was trying to, I was trying to find this like article that I, that I read yesterday that I wanted to get your opinion on. Um, but I can't, I can't find it. And I don't remember exactly what it was about, but it, it was about college basketball. So I apologize for being on my phone, but that was a botch job. Um, no, but I feel like, so here's, here's my thing about that is if it's like my close buddy or if it's like, someone that you know i'm around all the time or someone that i'm close with i'll ride a bet but if it's someone random i refuse to do it i refuse to do it i don't care how much work you put in how many paragraphs you send me like what your take is on the game if i'm not like really close with you i'm not riding your bet because like it, it happened when i first got to dallas a couple times and i remember talking to you about it um even people on our team before I was super close with them, I would ride their bet over the side that I wanted to take on a game. Like I'd be like, all right, I'll take that side. And like, not the side that I wanted to take and I would lose. And you were like, you were like, it's fun to tail people, but if this, if this is how you're going to feel, you should just bet your bet and lose your bet. Cause it's better to lose betting on yourself than it is taking someone else's pick because then you feel like you're an idiot and that's like the worst feeling ever. So unless you're like, su unless I'm super close with you, like I, I don't ride your bets. I refuse to do it. Like my buddies from home will send me a parlay like every day and I'll always like throw it together and throw it in just because it's like, all right, then we can like bitch in the group chat. Um, but like now even people on the, on our team now I'll ride their bets because I feel like I'm close to them now. But if it's like a random dude, like some, some guy yesterday, I don't I know. I'm not going to say his name or anything. He's like a random guy in my DM sent me, three paragraphs on Instagram DM. It was like one, two, three. And it was, let me just check or because remember it was a game. Um, it was a game that I was thinking about betting on, but then I was like, no, you can't pay me to bet on this game. Um, yeah. It was Syracuse to cover six and a half points in Clemson. Three paragraphs. He was like, listen, Syracuse is the play today. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. Paragraph one, paragraph two, 
paragraph three. I didn't read any of the paragraphs, just so you know, because I was like, I'm not betting on this game regardless. I'm not going to read through it. No, dude, they lost by 30. No. Yes, dude. So this is why I don't do it, because it's like if I did that, then I'm mad at this random-ass guy, and it's like also my point of you can put in as much work as you want, and sometimes the ball might not just go your way. But it's like that's why I can't do it. I don't know how – I respect that you do it every day, but I just – I can't do it. I mean, I'm just always feeding for coins, bro. So, got to do what you got to do, you know? No, I mean, I feel it. It's a, I feel like everyone has their own kind of philosophy, their own kind of, like, deal and, and, and bit. And and it's kind of like, you know, whatever whatever works for you, dude. Like, I, I will never tell someone that their way is wrong because it's, it's like betting or gambling at the end of the day. Like, yeah. if you could go 100% every day, it wouldn't be gambling. You know what I mean? Vegas wouldn't look how Vegas looks if – Every time you researched the game and did a sell job, it, it hit, you know? Yeah, I'm up 3500 on the bookie this week. Uh, the only objective I have the rest of the week is just don't give it back. Yeah, and it's and it's Thursday. It's Thursday, dude. That's crunch time. We got all <laughs> uh Today is a big one to not lose coins. Tomorrow, even bigger. The weekend, massive. But the NBA is back today. Um, this episode will be dropping on Friday, so if you guys didn't tail the goat whale that we made on on the pod, you're a coward. I'm probably gonna make a TikTok about it today on my way to the airport. You should. Be like, if you're I made not one. Tailing this ish. I made a TikTok yesterday. I placed a. I wouldn't call it necessarily a goat whale, more than a hedge or not a hedge. Actually, I doubled down on. No, John. I saw you doubled down. That's yeah. a psycho move. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, well, I really want to double down on Jaw, but what can I take that uh, I want to at least like sweat it out and have fun with it? Had to throw Dylan Bozo Brooks under in there. Uh, Let's go. I I was already yeah, I going to uh, nuke Josh Giddy's trip dub. But uh, I I put it in there anyway, so double down on that, and then SGA You're down on that, dude. Yeah, SGA uh, under ten assists, bro. And then I I woke up in shambles today because calling our shot, the goat on Twitter of NBA props, had a goat whale of his own for the second half, and he has SGA's over ten assists. How what and was the number at? Uh no, he has over under half a ten assist game. Oof. And he had a great sell job on it. It was like, yeah, as the Thunder are um, you know, pushing for a playoff spot towards the end of the season, teams are gonna start doubling SGA a lot more, which is gonna force him to pass. And I think he at least gets one ten assist game. Which I was like, You're yeah, probably but right. Dude, that, that kid, dude, SGA's been getting doubled since he was in high school, dude. He was getting doubled <laughs> when he was at Kentucky. Like that's gonna that's nothing new to him. Like, unless it's a guy like Fred Van Vliet, where it's like they're gonna start bringing the double team. Like, I don't, I never agree with takes like that in the NBA because like, like dude, like when Fred Van Vliet on the Raptors started busting in that finals and they were like, um, the Warriors might start doubling Fred because he's been unconscious. I was like, okay, that's a guy that might struggle with the double team. But guys like SGA, dude, that have been the number one recruit in their class and went to Kentucky and got schemed for since they were 18 years old, like. Dude, he knows how to break a double team. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's not something I'd necessarily worry about. Um, but, dude, so I was sitting in the – sit, so there's, like, a hot tub where, where we're staying. I was sitting in the hot tub yesterday, and you know me. I'm, like, a little bitch boy. I like I like my seltzers. I'm not, like, a big – I'll drink beer, 
But after the beer mile, there's still something in, in like the back of my head that like I now just despise beer. But there is I've, – I've come to the conclusion that there is nothing better than a cold Coors Light when it's cold out. Oh. And I wanted to get your take on that because yesterday we were in the tub. And I brought out a White Claw and a beer because I was like, you know what, I'm going to test it. Drank the White Claw. It was cold outside. Didn't want anything to do with it. I poured it out. I was like, this is disgusting. Took a sip of the Coors Light, and it felt like straight ambrosia. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was, but I was like, there is nothing that I want in my body more than this Coors Light. While my head is cold, but my body is in this tub, like, it was phenomenal. I can't say I've shared that experience, but it honestly sounds pretty glorious. Well, next time it's a little chilly, Willie, in Dallas, because it gets a little chilly at night, we got to hop in the tub and we got to throw some Coors Lights on. I'm telling you, dude, it was nuts. It kind of sounds good, not going to lie. Dude, it was like an out-of-body experience because the mountains stayed blue the whole time because it's so <laughs> cold here that the mountains stayed blue. And like halfway through my beer, it turned into like there was like semi-slush because it was so cold. It was like freezing. Dude, it was... It was nuts, dude. It was nuts. That's fire. It was nuts. Um, but yeah, that that's something that I wanted you to try because I, I I tried it yesterday and I was like, wow, this might be. Because I know you're a big tub guy. <laughs> big tub guy. A lot of people don't know that about you. You're a big tub guy. You, I mean, especially now that the weather's starting to get better here in Dallas, I've been able to go in because uh, the last like two months has been freezing fucking cold out. Um, but no, I'm a huge fucking tub guy. <laughs> what the huge tub guy are you like a, a tub guy in the bathroom as well or just a hot tub guy definitely a huge hot tub guy but i love a good bath every now and then dude i don't i don't remember the last time i took a bath dude they're fire they're fire are they actually though like i feel like baths are kind of gross it just feels like a set a sweat soup like it's just <laughs> a soup of my own filth <laughs> i mean you know <laughs> you shouldn't be that fucking dirty what are you like rolling out in mud <laughs> Well, no, I feel like if I'm taking a bath, it's got to be an end-of-the-day bath. Like, I'm not dirty, but I'm, like, you know, I'm greasy, you know? I, I, it really depends on the bath, like, the shape of the bath, you know? Like, the, the one what in this is house... What is the good shape? The one in the house that we're in right now isn't the my favorite shape. I don't... I'm not in love with it. <laughs> but, like, the house we lived in before was phenomenal shape. And I would literally run up the water bill because I would be in there all fucking day. What but, is the ideal shape? An egg? No, I'd say this one in my in our house right now is like an egg, and it's just not comfortable because you're like hunched in there. It's got to have like a flat back. A flat back, or not like a not a flat back, but like there's tubs that are like circular, like this, you know, and it's not comfortable. Oh, like a lid. It. But it's got to have like so you can lay on it and like not be in pain, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So I wanted to throw a couple things at you. Russell Westbrook walking to the Clippers practice about as happy as I've ever seen a player. Um, they asked Anthony Davis what they think Russell Westbrook brings to that team, and he said, I'm not on that team. I can't tell you. So something clearly happened. No, like something I... happened between the Lakers and Russell because they're showing negative love for that guy. Not even like, you know, I wish him the best. You know, he brings a tenacity in practice every day. He brings – a guy that you can rely on. Anthony Davis was literally just like, I'm not on that team. I can't tell you what he brings. 
I mean, I thought that was a stupid ass question. What did you expect AD to say? You think he was going to say anything close to what you just said? Like, you're crazy. Dude, if they were like boys, you'd think he'd be like, like if they had, if he didn't hate the guy, you think he'd be like, no, nah, I mean, he brings a great work ethic. Like, you know, we saw. I mean, they obviously there. weren't boys. It didn't work out. Like, there's a reason they traded his ass. Like, sure. you know, this guy. It's a business. This you know? guy. Like, right, so, obviously, they didn't. They didn't mesh together. All right, so we're we're coming in. We're coming into the second half of the NBA season. I wanted to throw a couple futures at you in the NBA because you know you watched the first half pretty closely. I'll admit I didn't really watch the first half that close. Um, so I'm just going to throw some of these things at you. I just want to see what you think about them because I was looking at them this morning and I was like, that number seems like there could be some value there. So teams to make the Eastern Conference playoff right now, right? The Nets are minus two, uh, 1,200. The Heat are minus 1,000. The Knicks are minus 400. The Hawks are minus one. Two. The team that I thought if trying to get some sneak value on, obviously the Bucks have already made the playoffs in the East. Um, I can't think of the other team that has already made the playoffs in the East. Maybe the Sixers. The Sixers have already made the Sixers and Celtics. So really there's what, two spots left? Realistically, you got yeah. Sixers, Celtics, Nets, um, the Heat, and the Knicks have pretty much already made the playoffs, I would assume. The team that I think sneak value, why wouldn't we just sprinkle a little bit on the Raptors at plus 164? The Raptors to make the playoffs. They're in the 10 seed right now. They are mm-hmm. tied with the Wizards. They're game back from the Hawks. That's going to be a, I mean, it's crazy the Nets are in there, but obviously. The reason why I think, the reason why I think I like that is because a game back from the Hawks, the Hawks just fire their head coach. They, they can't figure it out, dude. And if there's one thing the Raptors are always good at is just staying consistent. Like they're going to beat. They're going to beat the Celtics once in the second half of the season. They're going to beat, like, the Suns for some reason. Like, plus 164, I feel like that might be my bet of the second half of the season and just be a Raptors. I kind of like that. I can get behind that. And then I also wanted to throw this one at you because, obviously, they acquired him because they want to make the playoffs. The Bulls at plus 410 with Pat Bev. Not that I think he moves the needle in any direction crazily, but – Lonzo Ball, clearly, I don't know what that injury is. They're saying everything should be fine, but he's still feeling absurd amount of pain, like he might be done with basketball for his career. But to get the Bulls at plus 410, bringing in Pat Bev, who like somehow gets these bad teams into the playoffs, what are your thoughts on that one? I hate the Bulls. I will buy into your Raptors bit, but I fucking hate the Bulls. They suck. I don't think they deserve a playoff spot. I don't think Pat Bev moves the needle at all to get them over the hump here. I think there's teams that are better being the Raptors being one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Stay off the Bulls, dude. They are a sorry team right now. Okay. They're great. No, I, just, I just wanted your, I wanted your take on it. Um, all right, but now to the Western Conference to make the playoffs. So I feel like this is where shit could get weird, dude, because we know the West is probably the most even conference in the West to make the playoffs at bettable odds. When I say bettable odds, the Kings are minus 320, Warriors are minus 320, Clippers are minus 1,200, Mavs are minus 1,500. Bettable odds, I'm going to say anything under minus 160. Okay? These are the teams that, like, bettable odds that I think we could get weird with, and I want to see which one you like the most. The Pelicans are minus 168. I think that's free. Zion comes back. That team's making the fucking playoffs. After that, 
The Timberwolves at plus 154. The Lakers at plus 172. The Trailblazers at plus 360. The Jazz at plus 490. And your Thunder at plus 520. I don't think that I personally, as a Thunder fan, don't think any of us as Thunder fans want us to go to the playoffs. And I don't think they want to either. I think they want to do that. There's no, I mean, there's no NBA player that doesn't want to go to the playoffs. Either. Obviously, obviously. But in terms of where we're at in the rebuild right now, I just don't see what it does for us to make a postseason right now. What are we going to do? We'll make the well, wild card turn. What? For your kind of, I don't think they're thinking about that. You guys are kind of in a place right now where we're in such you can have spot. as much success as you want, dude. You have the tools. It's just about giving them time now. You have yeah. Holmgren, Giddy, SGA. Fucking that kid that can't miss from three. What's his name? <laughs> Isaiah Joe. Yeah, Isaiah Joe, dude. Like you guys ha- already have the bones of a team that just you just need time now. That's it. That's all you yeah. guys need. You don't. I don't really think you guys necessarily need to be tanking anymore. It's just like now you would just need time for Giddy to become an all star, for Holmgren to actually play a game. Like you guys are already in a spot where you don't really, I think, need to tank anymore. Yeah, I think if we honestly, I don't want to make the playoffs this year and. I'll be very happy if we don't. I think this would be the last year, though, where I would say that. Um, but I think the Jazz should absolutely be ahead of the Thunder. I think the Lakers, the Lakers missed the playoffs, bro. Like, what the fuck? They're not missing. Okay, so is that your favorite plus chicky play? Because I have my favorite plus chicky play. What is their plus chicky? So the so the plus chicky outside the the Pelicans are the team that is the only team that I think is bettable at favorite odds at minus one sixty eight. After that. The plus chicken goes the Timberwolves at plus 154, the Lakers at plus 172, the Trailblazers at plus 360, and then the Jazz and the Thunder are plus chicken, but fuck them. I don't think either of them make the playoffs. Dude, I think you should take out a fucking loan, throw it on the Pelicans and make the playoffs. They're making that shit. I agree. I think minus 168 is still great odds to get the Pelicans at. But, dude, my favorite plus chicken play is low-key the Lakers at plus 172. Yeah. With D'Lo back, that team I, makes the playoffs for sure, dude. They're not they're not missing the playoffs. It's crazy that they're the 13 seed, 27 and 32 record. Uh, I feel like they had a pretty good, solid um, end of the first half. I'm excited to watch them in the second half. I think they've got some crucial pieces to make a playoff run, and they've got LeBron James and AD, bro. Like they're gonna make the and D'Angelo Russell. And D-Lo. I love the D-Lo pick for them. I love the D-Lo pick for them, low-key. I'm going to be so, so real with you. Um, in the West, who's the one seed right now? The, the Denver Nuggets. How do you feel that the Suns are now favored to win the West? Uh, I feel like they should. They've got Kevin Durant. Plus they've, got, they've got a super team. I still think the Nuggets are the, be- the most complete team in that conference. Um, it's crazy. The Grizzlies are... It's second seed. I don't know how, but um, they're gonna fall out of that, though. I feel. Hopefully not. Hopefully, Jaws splooging all all the rest of the way. But I think the Nuggets, are the most complete team, the best team. I think it's gonna be Suns Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. Wow, I can't believe you just said that because I'm looking at the NBA Final matchup, like matchup on on right now. The top two. Plus 550, Celtics Suns. Plus 750, Celtics Nuggets. So the books are telling me the Celtics are making the playoffs. 
are making the finals. That's what the books yeah. are telling you out of the East. I don't necessarily think that's true. It's true, bro. Move on. I think it could. I think it could be the Bucks, dude. It's gonna be when Celtics. Chris Middleton, when Chris Middleton is healthy, Bucks are so good, dude. It's the Celtics, bro. Move on. <laughs> you think it's the Celtics? I know After the it's Celtics. It goes Bucks, Suns, Bucks, Nuggets. So they're saying in the West, it's going to be one of those two. Yeah. I mean, those are the two favorites. I mean, the Suns are only the five seed right now, but obviously the addition of Durant's going to impact that significantly. Uh, the Kings, dude, I want to see them make a push. I've never, ever in my lifetime seen the Kings be relevant. So wait, should we should we take a loan out and put a put on the Kings to get over 44 and a half wins at plus 104? No, nah, they could so fall out. No. They could so fall out. <laughs> you can't say what you just said and then say they could no, fall out. You know what? I, a team you need to watch out for is uh, the Clippers. Let's see what their odds are to win the West. The Clippers are a team that people are sleeping on. They're thinking about the Suns. They're thinking about the Mavs. Of course, the Nuggets, the one seed. Uh, but the Clippers, Kawhi, if he's locked in and PG's hitting his shots, they're going to be scary as fuck. Who? How many wins do they have right now? I actually think low-key. Uh, I think the Suns have an absolute sell job, to be honest with you. I could see it being Clips Nuggies. Clips yeah. Nuggies. You know what's crazy? Right after the Nuggets in the West to win the Western Conference is the Clippers at plus 500. Wow. And the Grizzlies are fifth at plus 800 behind the Warriors. To win the West? To win the West. Damn. It goes Suns, Nuggets, Clippers, Mavs, Warriors, Grizzlies. So the Grizzlies are six. In the second seed. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. My Mavericks are plus 800 to win the West. Let's go. They're 10 games back from the one seed. That's a, You're going to need some magic. <laughs> gonna need some some magic. All right, last thing I wanted to throw at you because I feel like people are gonna be able to watch Thursday's games, and then this episode's gonna come out, and they'll be able to hear our conversations that we're having. Outside of your bot Jokic take, he's minus two forty to win the MVP. If you had to sprinkle on an MVP, who would you sprinkle on? Do you want me to give you the top five and their odds? So it goes: Jokic at minus two forty, Embiid at plus six hundred, Giannis at plus seven hundred. Tatum at plus 1,800, Luka at plus 2,100. I mean, anything outside of Jokic is a donation, but I would have to go the, the second the second runner-up in bead would have to be my pick. Um, I need his over 30 balls rest of the way, 15 and a half. He's better sure. But uh, honestly, there's no reason about talking to anybody else because it's Jokic. I would have said Tatum. The second half of the – dude – the second half of the NBA season, I feel like, is the actual NBA season. Anything before All-Star break, I really don't think matters. As long as you're in contention to make the playoffs, you've done your job going at the end of the first half. The second half is where every game, I feel like they start coming out and they're like, okay, there's some real shit on the line. We got to start balling. Jason Tatum at plus 1,800. If everyone thinks the Celtics are a shoo-in to make the finals and a shoo-in to win the East, he's going to have to have a legacy second half of the season. Sure. No, there's good value there, but it's Jokic. 
I can't believe Dude, you're that stern on him. I'm, I've been stern on it. He's averaging a triple double, bro. But it's like not an impressive triple double. You know, like when Russ Westbrook was averaging a triple double, that was an impressive triple double. No, I would disagree. Because Jokic <laughs> makes it seem so effortless. He's just out there doing his job. Whereas Westbrook, it felt like he was trying to be everywhere at once, trying to do everything, willing his team to wins. Whereas Jokic is just a piece of the puzzle. And he's just so dominant, he just fucks around and gets a triple-double. You know what I mean? Like, Westbrook, I feel like he was trying to get triple-doubles. Jokic just falls into one. Did you see, I saw this tweet after the All-Star game, and it was Jokic throwing Braun an oop, and it said, if LeBron goes and plays with Jokic, he's going to add 10 more years to his career. That would be an undefeated team. <laughs> Dude, I don't think so because what has Jokic done outside of the regular season? He's a regular season warrior. He doesn't do well, shit. Because the Nuggets, playoffs. like they, they, they just—I've never liked the Nuggets. I actually fucking hate the Nuggets. I hate betting on them. I always have. But this is the first year where I've actually been like, I fuck with the Nuggets because they just have a really good, solid core around them. They've got pieces around Jokic. Jamal Murray's a walking bucket. He has been all his career. Um, I love, but he's all, yeah. really, yeah, he's flashing this year. I hope he stays healthy because I love taking him on prize picks. Um, now the Nuggets are legit; they're going to be an issue. Um, all right, so last thing before we sign off, really quickly, I wanted to because you've been watching a little bit more college basketball, yeah, uh, because you've been betting on a little bit more. Uh, the odds have updated for you know to win the Natty. I'm not going to make you pick a team because I think we're, we'll do that Monday. I've already placed my futures for who I think is going to win the Natty. Um, so I have two teams. So I have two teams already. I'll see them on Monday's episode. But I just wanted you, without knowing the odds, but having just gotten into betting college basketball and watching a couple games, knowing the players, what's a team or two that you think has a real chance of winning the Natty this year? And then I'll tell you their odds. Oh, sorry, I kind of just pulled them up, but <laughs> you pulled the odds up while I said not to look at the odds. You sick fuck, dude! I was just like, "There's so many teams, bro. This year is impossible." I'll Don't tell you look one at thing. it. Don't stop, stop side eye. I just there. saw it's you side eye. Right. I, I saw you side eye. Um, just ruined this whole bit. <laughs> I still don't know the odds. All I know is Houston's six fifty. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Such a bad back. All I know is that Houston, they look good. <laughs> no, if you would have asked me this last week, bro, I was all over the Hoosiers. I watched the last three games. I'm off the Hoosiers. Okay. <laughs> off the Hoosiers. Okay, so here's what I'll tell you about college basketball. Here's what I'll tell you about college basketball. Um, obviously, you know about college basketball, but you're starting to really get into it. Don't jump on and off a train as quickly as you think Indiana's had to play away from home their past three games. Yeah. So keep, just keep that in mind. You're not going to see the best Indiana until they're back at home. And when they play in March, obviously, you know, it's neutral courts. So no one really has the advantage. So you can't really take too much from a team that's really good at home and you can't take too much from a team that's really bad on the road. So I wouldn't jump off Indiana just yet. What are they? But okay. But okay. Indiana, uh, they are plus 3,500. Sheebus. But you're going to crazy odds, dude. There's not going to be lucky. That, that's that's not bad. 
I'll tell you what, though, they're more favorited than both my teams. Really? Yes. Can you just tell us, bro? Like, I'm dying to know. Okay, well, I'll tell you the one is Providence. Okay, that doesn't count. At plus 12,000. I don't hate that at all. But the one that I actually put, like, a good amount of money on because I love this team is you're going to have to watch Monday's episode. Kansas State. You're going to have to watch Monday's episode. It's so Kansas State. No, it's not. What? I'll tell you. I'll tell you when we stop recording. But on Monday's episode, I'll tell you the team that I put. I put a hundred bucks on them. Okay, I like the Houston Cougars. It's a Cougars house. You're such a fucking hot dude. <laughs> Take like one. Never works, dude. Houston's team has been this good for like four years. They're not gonna get over the hump this year. I promise. Okay. You can clip no, that. you're probably you're probably right. You're probably right. You can clip that. I think I'm gonna be honest with you though. One, there's, you know, one, not two, winning three, four, Purdue. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. None of those top ten teams are winning the, the NCAA tournament. What? Houston, Kansas, Alabama, Purdue, UCLA, Arizona, Baylor, maybe Baylor, Connecticut, Texas, Tennessee. None of those teams other than Baylor are winning the national championship. I kind of like Baylor. I love Baylor. So if you're betting outside that top ten, I think you're putting your money in a good spot. TCU is. Only plus 3,000, by the way. They're not winning shit, I'll tell you right now. I agree. But thing outside <laughs> that top 10, I think you're using your money very wisely if you're betting. Other than Baylor, I would accept a Baylor bet. Connecticut fucking sucks. Texas sucks. Tennessee sucks. Arizona sucks. UCLA is fraudulent. Purdue might be the worst team in the tournament. Alabama could make a run if they figure out the murder cases. Kansas, I just don't think is consistent enough, and Houston can never get over the hump, so... That's my take on that. But Monday, we're yeah. going to talk more about it because I'm going to tell you who I put 100 bucks on. Okay. And I'm going to tell yeah, you yeah. why. And I'm going to tell you this NCAA tournament, I was talking about it with Crabs, is going to be a plus chicken fest. So do not be scared of plus money in March. Oh, absolutely. I've already bought into that. Okay, good. All right. Well, this has been another episode of TFM Bets. Um, Monday's episode, we're going to talk college basketball futures. We're going to talk more NBA because a couple games have been played. We're going to talk about our, our Goat Whale update because, you know, I feel like we're going to know who's caked after four NBA games. <laughs> I put $500 on. Um, we're also going to talk NHL. I want to try to get Shelly on the couch. I want to talk some NHL. Um, I also want to talk a little bit, just a little bit, of MLB because we got to start thinking about crafting our goat whale for the MLB. Um, they're starting to put more guys up. They're starting to put more props up. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that. But Trent, where can they find you? Wow. They added hits. Okay. That's fucking huge. That's, <laughs> fucking, that's huge. That is, that is gigantic. Now I need to go look for a second. They also added RBIs. Like, dude, this is going to be dirty. Yeah. Multi-home run games? Yeah, that one's like... No, you're going to lose your ass on that. Don't do that. I feel like you lose your ass on that one. Oh, I already have a, one of my favorite ones already. They need more pitchers, dude. Bo Bichette, 170 and a half hits. You think he's not getting 170 and a half hits? Dude, uh, they took off DeGrom. I'm so pissed. That was a, that was a free square. DeGrom's under. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, that was a free score. I, I told you to place it. When you know, showed Lauren, me it, I was like, you should place it. Lauren placed it. Good. All right. Oh, I yeah. just made a three-team hit 
a hip bro. <laughs> no way you just made a three-legged. Yeah, no. It's all guys that I really like and that I'm going to want to watch, and I'm going to put 300 bucks on it. Let's go. M- Mookie right, Bats hits. No. It was Tim Anderson, Wander Franco, and Acuna. Jesus. Might smack in the mouth, though. Um, all right, Trent, tell them where they can find you and tell them about the surgical stream. Surgical stream every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on Twitch at Book It With Sports or at Book It Sports. At Book It With Sports. <laughs> and uh, follow me on all socials at Book It With Trent. Um, yeah. And you can find this podcast three days a week on TFM Bets YouTube and across all the socials for clips and for all the bets that we place. You can follow me at Mikey Over, Michael.Jovers on Instagram. Um, make sure you share the pod with a friend. We really appreciate you guys. We've been getting some really great reviews. Um, I do want to open a voicemail box because I feel like we can get some funny questions or some funny conversation starters. Um, So we're going to try to end that next couple episodes. Um, We really appreciate you guys listening and we can't wait for, you know, everything to really get going here. So appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Be seeing.